1: Once again, everybody, and welcome to the Manny Diaz Show. Joe Gacki and Don Bailey Jr., University of Miami head coach Manny Diaz. This weekend, the Hurricanes home at Hard Rock Stadium to take on the Wolfpack of North Carolina State, a 7-30 kickoff, a big game. North Carolina State is ranked 18th in the country. They've won five in a row, joined now by University of Miami head coach Manny Diaz. Coach, uh, another tough one at North Carolina, but your team showed an awful lot of heart and passion.
2: Yeah, we... um... We dug ourselves a hole, and then, um, I mean, again, the resiliency, the mental toughness of our team to, to come back and had a drive there at the end, uh, very similar to, to the Virginia game where you got a chance to win, and um, guys were making all the plays. I mean, it really felt like we, it was right there to, to win it or tie it at the, um, you know, the worst-case scenario, and I think everybody felt like we'd have won the game in overtime if we'd have gone on. Um, got a bad break on a tip ball, you know, and, and those are the breaks that are going against us right now. Um, what, we are, what we got to identify are the things that get us to that point. You know, we, we, we don't have to rely on a, on a bad break on the last play of the game uh, to victory. There's a lot of things we can do um, in the pre- previous 59 uh, to make us a lot more difficult to beat. And that's, that's our focus this week.
3: Coach Tyler Van Dyke getting his second start, his first start on the road. But when you look at how we performed against Virginia the first half, very, very quiet. Very low production. Same thing happened on the road, North Carolina, and then both games, he seems to somewhat almost explode. Have you been able to put your finger on on what the cause of that is, or how to remedy that issue? Yeah,
2: it's it's a rookie quarterback. Yes. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a point we have to remember. You know, we we went from Derek King and his all of his great accomplishments and and his experience level, mm-hmm. to Tyler Van Dyke, who is you know right now doing you know on the job training, and he's been, I mean, his courage. Uh, the way he's he's finished games, uh, his toughness, his ability to, to make plays with his arm and his feet has been outstanding. But with young guys, sometimes the speed of the game and the speed of, the, of a new scheme every week takes a while to get used to. And and you can see some of his throws in the first half where he's, you know, not really ripping it. And he knows and once he realized he can get out there and just and just you know let it rip and, and trust his throws and trust his reads. Um, we 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 were as good on offense. And the second part of that game is we've been all, all year.
1: We should probably mention, this would probably be a good time to mention, uh, kind of a regroup here that you have lost your starting quarterback. You did lose your backup quarterback or a backup quarterback. So you're never really able to figure out between Jake Garcia and Tyler who would win that battle. You lost a starting running back and another guy that could have been a starting running back. Your starting center and your starting left guard. That's just on offense. So... That's a lot of bullets to lose
2: yeah that's 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 where we're at i mean obviously north carolina wouldn't be the same team without sam howell and virginia wouldn't be the same team without their quarterback but but what i like about our guys is that they don't use that as an excuse you know the next guy does step up um and it just it's going to take us a little bit different time to get ready i th- i think you know every week i think that'll become less and less of an issue as tyler gets an idea of what college is all about and um and getting in there and realizing he can make plays. I mean, I mean, he should take a lot of confidence from what he's done the, the, over these first two ACC games because he's given us a great chance to win in both.
3: An example could be Jalen Knighton. Jalen last year um, ends up starting the Duke game, unfortunately gets hurt, and then he misses four games this year. And there was a huge difference between him against Virginia and him against uh, North Carolina.
2: Yeah, he, he had to get his you know game timing up. I mean, there were a couple plays in the Virginia game where he was really close to breaking it. Um, he had won this game on a, on a pass where he broke it. But let's go back to even Tyler, too. You know, a couple of Jalen's great plays came on Tyler going through his progression, just getting the ball to a back. You know, where if it's not up and down the field, get to a ball to a skill guy like Jalen. Jalen makes a guy miss and turn into a huge play.
1: A guy like Jalen, though, has to give everybody hope. right? He had 19 touches, 165 yards, three touchdowns. That's what you see in college football today. A guy that can give you explosive plays. That's
2: exactly right. And that's what we've always felt that, that Jalen brings, you know, that ability to be a home run hitter. Um, I'm also proud though of his grinded out runs. I mean, he had some good grinded out runs over, the, you know, up the middle where not everything's gonna be a touchdown. Not everything's gonna be a, a you know, pop it to the outside and, and break it. So I thought in between the tackles, he was very good. I thought our offensive line played their best game uh, on Saturday. And I thought they really did a nice job opening up some holes and Tyler, you know, did a good job with the rpo game as the game went on and, and you know sometimes holding some guys with his eyes and his looks and um but jalen you know jalen has got to be like the man for us now and our in this offense i mean it's his time and, and obviously we're young behind him so he's gonna have to be sturdy
3: as well you know manny tyler mentioned in the post game the the speed of the game the adjustment of the speed of the game and when you think about that joe mentioned the players that are injured but you go on every side of the football when you put a freshman in that's the same story for all of them. James Williams is still adjusting to the speed of the game, let alone the movement and let it in the down and distances and the play calls and and the things that he's supposed to provide. All these young players, when you get on that field, it's a whole nother level of play, and you can, nobody can simulate it at practice.
2: No, it's it's um, it's something else, and and uh, they've battled well. I mean, they really have. I mean, all those guys, and I mean, even look at Jacoby George and what he did right. as a punt returner yeah. in the game, and that's just. It's fun to watch them all. They don't all pop at the same time, you know, where they're ready. But, but you know, one by one, they all start to exert their influence on the game. And, uh, and we need them. You know, I mean, the best version of our team involves those young guys uh, contributing to our success.
1: Coach, uh, continuing uh, kind of on that, on that path, I think, you know, you try to spotlight some positive things. So two, two things for you. one. What can you take out of the 97-yard drive? Can you boil down the 97-yard drive? Go back to your young guys and say, look, here are all the great things we did on this drive. And then, two, defensively, in the second half, they had Carolina five possessions. You get four three-and-outs. Can you look at those three-and-outs and also pull something out of that?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, I mean, starting with the 97-yard drive. If you think about it, the the drive that could have tied the game or won the game against Virginia started inside our own ten-yard line as well. So that's that's two. 90-plus-yard fourth-quarter drives that Tyler Van Dyke has led in his first two ever conference games. I mean, that, that's, that's some rare stuff right there. So I think, you know, he had to make a huge third down play coming out of the end zone uh, to get that drive going. Um, it, it can't help but help our offense's confidence um, if we're put in that situation again. Um, Defensively, as you mentioned, I mean, I thought defensively, I thought our defensive line really got after them. They, they, they had a hard time dropping back and throwing the ball in the second half. Um, played very fast at four three and outs, like you mentioned. The key to winning games, though, we had a fifth three and out that we got called for a roughing the passer penalty that we we simply could avoid. you know, And, and they end up going down and scoring what ends up being their final points um, on that drive. And we get another three and out there. It reminded me a lot of that uh, Virginia – Chance to get a three-and-out when we miss a sack on third down. Those, those are the plays. That's, you know, it's easy to see the missed field goal at the end of the Virginia game or the, the tipped interception at the end of the North Carolina game. Um, look, life in the ACC, the games are going to be close. You know, we played close games a year ago. We won close games a year ago. We've lost back-to-back close games. That's why we're 0-2. we can very easily be 2-0. and But it's not just the last play of the game. It's a penalty on a roughing the kicker. Right. It's a penalty on a roughing the passer. It's, it's the, those type of little things that are costing us points That our players can see and that's the inconsistency you know because other than that there's a lot of things that were pretty dominant they hardly had 100 yards in the second half and there was some dominant stuff defensively but but you got to bring it all the time that's that's the whole key
3: and manny uh, the analytics tell you this more than anything you give the ball away three times to one it's almost impossible to win a football game
2: that's right and it ended up being uh, we were outscored 10-7 to 7 on turnovers, points off turnovers, and we lost the game by three. Right. I mean, so, and really you could argue that, the, obviously, the last one took away at least three points for us. So, you know, I mean, that's that's three to tie it and three to win it. Right. And that's really where we're at, and, and that's that's the fine line in the ACC. It, just, it is that way. Uh, you see it every week. I mean, Clemson and, and uh, Syracuse played a tight game Friday night. These games are going to be tight. Um, so everything matters.
1: Uh, along the lines of the young players, and, and maybe I'll well, leave somebody out, but... James Williams, Cam Kitchens, um, the the three receivers, I guess you can put Knighton in there as well. Uh, He's going to have to play more. But have guys, younger players, earn more playing time?
2: Yeah, absolutely. You could throw Leonard Taylor into that mix. You know, LT played really well on the inside and continues to show um, disruption in there. Um, You're going to have to. Yeah, I mean, we have to get younger guys. I mean, Marcus Clark has got to come in and play some for us at at a, a corner um avante williams will will, will start to be incorporated back in the team with a role i mean it's crazy to expect him to a guy that hardly practiced you know half of this season so far but but he's he's obviously a very talented guy that you'll you know start getting him some uh ways to affect the football game uh look at running back i mean other than Jalen, you got two freshmen behind him at running back cody brown i thought had a really tough run for a touchdown when his kind of initial progress was stopped and and he kept in there and going and yet Thad Franklin behind him. We already seen Elijah Royo as has really been a factor for us at tight end. So it's gonna be up and down the line. We're gonna have a lot of young guys. Elijah Roberts has been a factor. We talked about Chance Williams on the show um, over the course of the month. So um, as I said earlier, we we need them all. Um, but we also need them all to play winning football because they are all talented to make plays, but it's 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 again protecting the football, helping to take it away no penalties you know those type of things that help us win games
3: coach i can't believe we've waited so long harvey with the pick six i mean right that's what we should have opened up with it having a great play and and i watched that numerous times and he played it perfectly. Watched the quarterback, knew what was coming, and that was something that uh, I'm sure that helped him get that play that happened out on that practice field.
2: Yeah, almost the exact same play occurred when they went to Tallahassee a year ago. Florida State did the same thing. That the offense tackle was in a really high pass stance. would put Jafari kind of in, in pass rush mode, and he went to cut him, and Jafari did a great job playing off the cut block. Right. Once he played off the cut block, he was right in the throw lane. Now, the idea of how he was able to tip the ball to himself and secure possession, that was That was a pretty cool skill, and then to take it all the way. We've been waiting a long time to get a a score on defense, and for Jafari to finally get that was a big boost.
1: Yeah, he looked like a tight end running down the field. Um, On that last drive, can you go through, it was third and four, what you were thinking at that time, because you had played it perfectly all the way uh, throughout the game, the 97-yard touchdown drive. You use the three timeouts. You have enough time to march it down the field. clock's going to stop with first downs. Now you're faced with a third and four, so... Uh, Would have to be a first down, most likely, in right. a spike, right? Or a first down and then one more play. Yeah, we were we were we were third down. Clock was in a running situation,
2: um, and we had an RPO one. You know, so um, it was the same play that, if you remember, we had a we actually had a third and twenty one uh, when we were down by eleven, and threw an RPO to Keyshawn Smith, and he got twenty one yards, and then we scored a play later, went for two. That's how eleven got to be three on the on the ninety seven yarder, so. We're gonna come back with the same RPO with something we felt good about the entire game, um, and it had a shot. It had a shot, but you know their guy that made a nice job. You know he kind of found a crack in the A gap, got a hand up and batted up the ball up in the air. And then once the ball is up there, I I gotta give our guys credit. They tried like it. heck to, to battle to bat it down, and um, it just it's crazy if the ball slips to the turf, we run out there and at least kick a field goal, you know, to tie it. And, um, but that's. Like I said, the, the way things are going right now, that's that's not the way it went. So, got to find a way to t- a way to match or, manufacture your own breaks during the course of the game. But I liked what we had. I liked what we had set up, and
3: we were playing to score a touchdown to win the game on that play. Keontae Smith returns, gives you two sacks, six tackles. He was present in the Alabama game, his first start as a Hurricane, and then was was injured, and he's a difference maker.
2: Yeah, you, you just feel the speed. You yeah. know, um, he, he he just. It's a different element, you know. I, I think Wayman's been really uh, a good player when he's been there. I think he's, he's performed well, performed well on, on Saturday as well. But the just gives you something a little bit different uh, and can give, give you something different on third down as well. So even a couple of those sacks, those are a couple of sacks that we felt like we were missing the last few weeks by not having that speed agility. Obviously, as we saw, Howell is, is a great scrambler and a great runner. So have a guy like Keontra that can close ground that space quickly um, gives us a different element in our pass rush um, to make great you know, plays there on third down.
1: Okay, we move forward. North Carolina State is coming up next at Hard Rock Stadium. We'll talk about the Wolfpack as we continue right here on the Manny Diaz Show right after this. We really need new
0: phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch.